0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours. We're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians, and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host, Simon Fink, and welcome to episode 248. Our guest for today's episode is American musician and producer, Rio Vas. He's a talented young man who blends the line between electronic music, pop, and rap, and he recently released his Disturb the Norm EP. I was lucky enough to head to Sydney earlier this week and sit down with Rio for an in-person conversation. As always, if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, please make sure you go and subscribe on whatever application that you use to get your good podcasts from, um, as well as interviewing Rio while we were in Sydney. We also filmed some stuff for our YouTube series for the record. So please go and make sure you subscribe to all of our socials, YouTube, Insta, and TikTok. Those links can be found in today's show notes. Our guest today is Rio Vaz. He's a young musician and producer from New Jersey in the United States and hit it big during the pandemic with his track Prom Night. While stuck in lockdown, the track went viral on TikTok and changed his life for the better. For those who are playing at home, Prom Night is currently sitting at over 134 million streams on Spotify and has even continued to grow since I checked it only a few days ago. A lot of his success is being attributed to the uniqueness of his unique sound with it being a blend or a bit of a a genre melting pot, if you will, of genres that include house music, emo rock, rap, pop music. Uh, This caught the eye of a number of labels, but especially Darkroom Records and in partnership with Geffen Records, uh, who they signed Rio late last year, meaning that he's now joined a roster that includes Billie Eilish, Phineas and Olivia Rodrigo. Ria Vaz was in the country earlier this week to support David on his Australian shows and as I mentioned before I was fortunate enough to spend some time with him before he headed off to sound check. In today's episode we're talking to Ria Vaz about how music was always around him and his family when he was younger and we discuss his talented siblings and whether there's any kind of crossover or collaboration between them. We discuss the creative process for him and this project and how he found himself releasing an EP like Disturb the Norm. We talked to Rio about his live shows, which are titled the Rio Raves, and whether we can expect to see him bringing Rio Raves for a full tour down in Australia at any point. We have put links in the show notes where you can stream Disturb the Norm um, and you can check out all of Rio's social media pages in the show notes as well. We do want to give a huge shout-out to Amber from Inside Out for her help with today's episode. Here is our conversation with Rio Vaz. Please welcome to, this song is yours, Rio Vaz. Hello sir, how are we? I'm great, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Of course, anytime. Now, uh, firstly, welcome to Australia. You are currently in Sydney. We are chatting in the middle of the, the city in Sydney. Is this your first time here?
1: Yeah, first time. Very, very nice, nice place.
0: It uh, is very exciting. You're here, I believe, tonight supporting David um, in his shows. How are you feeling about, uh, I guess, making your Australian debut? Yeah,
1: it's going to be a very interesting show. I mean, like, it's going to be... I mean, I think Rio and David fans are very different, so it's just going to be a very interesting blend of the crowd. So we'll just see how it goes tonight.
0: I am very excited to see how you go tonight, and I'm sure that there are going to be a lot of people uh, at the gig very excited to see yourself. Mm. I know that there's been a lot of excitement um, around the the brand-new EP that came out, Disturbed the Norm. Firstly, congratulations on that as well. Thank you. uh, an incredible EP. How are you feeling now that that it's out?
1: I'm so glad it's out. It's like a weight off my shoulders because I've been making this music... Um, dating back from, like, early last summer. So, like, having it officially be out is just such a a relief. And I'm just glad people are liking the sound.
0: 100%. um, I'm going to look at my phone only because I wanted to read something out and I had to make sure the quote was correct. Um, (laughs) There is, uh, by Pigeons and Planes, Best New Artist, by Office Magazine, Boundless in His Craft and Sound, uh, in Ones to Watch, You Need to Be Paying Attention to Him, Enemy easy to see why his growing legion of fans keep hitting replay are you surprised at the success of your music so far um
1: i wouldn't say surprised because like i've always like known i'd make it somehow like even when i was like 13 because like i just felt like my sound like there's no like overlooking or like denying it and then i'm just like i'm just really glad it's all happening now and it's just like it's just such a nice feeling 100%.
0: 100%. It is, um, as I mentioned, Disturb the Norm. It's a brilliant EP. I would love to discuss, I guess, to begin with your first introduction to music. Uh, yourself and your family are New Jersey natives, if I've got that correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I know that obviously New Jersey is famous for its music scene. Uh, you've got Bon Jovi. You've got uh, Jack Antonoff. You've got um, Bruce Springsteen, which seems like that's the craziest one that I almost forgot. <laughs> um, but not known for its, like... I guess, electro-dance scene, what was it like growing up in New Jersey to begin with, and then how did you get your introduction to music?
1: Yeah, I mean, New Jersey has always been very calm to me. I mean, I grew up around a very musical family who always just, like, loved music, so, like... They, they, they pushed that passion onto me and um, I've just been surrounded a- around a lot of Spanish music because I come from, my parents come from Ecuador, so like a lot of Argentinian rock or just like native Ecuadorian music, but like my first love for music really came from like Michael Jackson when I was like five years old, so like that was like one of the first artists I stand ever, so like <laughs> I would say he's like the, the beginning.
0: One hundred percent is there uh, what was what did I read I think your your parents were into Argentinian alternative rock, yeah yeah and I guess with that kind of cross- section of music being played throughout your house, like what was it that drew you to the music that you're making now like to more dense and electronic our intended music
1: it just all happened like like evolution like I came I started making electronic music like almost two like two years ago it's like it's all very recent just because like I heard a a dance song I really liked which influenced me to like start making it so it's just like my love for music that my parents pushed on to me really like it it stayed with me so um in a way that I could develop my own music taste and just like it's all evolution So it's just, it's just me finding, finding stuff on the internet now. 100%.
0: We've, um, we've spoken to a few artists where I guess, especially, um, being of of a younger generation that it's, you're less likely to be focused on one single genre and more like a bit of a melting pot of genres. I know, what was it? Uh, prom night became quite popular when you were still in high school two, three, two years ago, three years ago now. Two years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. I was like 15.
0: Yeah, what was that experience like? Because I think you're in the middle. Is that, for the US, is that still middle school? or is No, that that's high, school. That's high school. I was like, yeah. uh,
1: I made it when I was a sophomore, but then it blew up when I was a junior. So like a year after, like it blew up on TikTok when I dropped it.
0: I imagine that's like a wild experience. Yeah, it was during quarantine.
1: So I was just like, I was not going to school. So I was at home just like looking on my phone, scrolling and seeing like all the videos of under the sound go up like by thousands each day. So it was like a really weird experience.
0: What was the first when you were able to like quarantines ended? You're able to kind of go and see some physical or tangible measure of that success. What was that like? That, I mean, was yeah. <laughs> that was the best. That was the best because I had I had just graduated high school,
1: and then I had a show the next day, uh, in New York City, and it's a sold out show, and like it was so crazy, like hearing them like <laughs> sing my songs that like songs I've made in my house, that like I've written on my phone, and just like hearing that resonate with them
0: so crazy such a wild experience it's like chills throughout my entire body I love that I know um, I think I don't think it was Promenade I think it was another single was written on your notes app or began on your notes app what is the usual process for yourself in terms of songwriting and like where a song will start compared to where it kind of finishes yeah I always find the
1: beat first and then I'll just like replay the beat like hundreds of times over until like I have the song and then I'm just like I'll, I'll find a the melody then I'll like record it on my voice memos on my phone so I don't forget it and then I just write it on my notes app and then I record it
0: and then that's that's it <laughs> it's, it's a very simple process <laughs> I do love that it, it I'm wondering for yourself obviously with this kind of level of um I don't want to say fame with, with all this attention on you is there people reaching out to you now kind of wanting to collaborate or people that you want to reach out to and, and speak to in terms of getting on board and, and seeing what you can do? Yeah, throughout this whole journey I've
1: had like artists that I've looked up to when I started like yeah, just like artists I looked up to, looked up to in general like have reached out to me and like 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 pink Panthers like I, I she was one of my inspirations for making like this whole like drum and bass or like electronic music in the beginning. so like her like knowing about me and like listening to the project really it was just like a crazy feeling
0: i can imagine it, especially as you said it was done in the midst of covid you're doing it from your bedroom and think that's a very like insular kind of um process mm-hmm. it, it, it would be wild to have these people that you know and look up to reach out and say that they're a fan
1: yeah that's no, such a crazy thing it's like <laughs> i always
0: i always geek out about that <laughs> Uh, in terms of, I guess, what we can expect tonight in in Sydney, but also, I know, I think that was there was a sold out US tour. Um, there are European European dates currently on sale, or maybe even sold out already for mm. what you've built as the Rio Rave. Yeah, can you tell us more about, I guess, your live show and and what people can expect from that?
1: My live show is just like. It's, like, I, I grew up off, like, hip-hop music, a lot of rap music, like, from the SoundCloud era, so, like, Famous Dex, Playbook Carti, that sort of thing. So, like, my, my performances are, they're, like, hip-hop, punk-based, like, energy-wise, but I'm singing dance songs so just like a lot of people jumping off stage throwing water mosh pits it's just like a lot of hectic energy so that's what you can expect from a show from me <laughs> like my,
0: my real rave tour in the us was actually insane the fans are wild i did see some footage and some photos from it and it does look and I mean, this is a compl- compliment. It looks debaucherous. It looks crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's very chaotic in such a beautiful way, though. Yeah. Like, people... Like, that's something people will not, like, forget. A lot of, like, kids that came came up to me after the show said that was the first show ever. So, like... Like, hearing that is just, like, the best. Because, like, I take performances so, like, seriously. I'm, like, a part of my craft. So, it's just a nice thing.
0: 100%. It is something that, again, I know fans are looking forward to here. Does... As you're kind of going through this process and still uh, making a name for yourself, is it weird to you, I guess, that you are on the opposite side of the world playing to people that do, like, are really excited about your music, that it's not just reaching people in New Jersey, in the US, but it is going worldwide, I guess?
1: Yeah, like, I was just in the cafe an hour ago, and then um, I just got a a DM from one of my producers who said that um, his friend who works at the cafe recognised me like eating (laughs) I was eating a cinnamon roll or something Cinnabon or something and a ham and cheese croissant and (laughs) she said she recognised me so like having that across like the entire world is so
0: crazy it's so wild to me that you've now got to watch out for TMZ and everything like that in Australia (laughs) as well it's going to be I hope not that will be terrible (laughs) for you is there an element of wanting to I guess keep some privacy with your project and your persona in terms of obviously people are going to want to see you live and you're performing live but yeah if, is that side something that you're not interested in I guess the fame TMZ style side of things
1: yeah I mean yes and no like of course that's great but like I like stuff like that is draining you know and I find like me as a person I wouldn't even like that but like it just comes with the, like success and just like you do,
0: being good at what you do but I do like privacy. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. I very much appreciate that and I think we might be similar in that kind of vein. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted to talk about, obviously with success, um, there was, what was it? I think it was another podcast that you went on to. You discussed how um, with the success you've had so far, you're able to buy your parents a house. Yeah. Yeah, and I think create a new studio for yourself. Mm -hmm. Has there been any more like um I don't want to say indulgent I guess again you're doing pretty well like you're having great success over the world is there anything you've added to the studio since is there anything that you're kind of not uh what's the word not uh splashing cash on but like treating yourself in a way yeah usually I just treat myself with um
1: New equipment, (laughs) clothes, (laughs) literally that. But anything other than that, like, I like to give to others. Like, I bought that from my parents. Um, Yeah, just I love helping my my family out a lot. That's very important to me because we're all a tight-knit Hispanic family. It's just how I grew
0: up. But, yeah, that's how I usually treat myself, a lot of clothes. I love that. I did read that you were very close with your family. I think um, your brother is also quite is he quite musical or is he just into music as well he's very musical it's like very he musical. um
1: he used to make beats and then like the the program he made beats with that's how i found the program i use now mm-hmm. so yeah no he's he can he can rap too but yeah he's <laughs> literally my manager
0: though but he got it all right there it's <laughs> yes, right there. stylist everything <laughs> we'll have you on the podcast in a few weeks as well
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
0: um, I know. I think your sister is a singer as well. Mm-hmm. Is there any opportunities, or has there been any times where you've kind of collaborated between the three of you, or the yeah, two of you? It's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna
1: happen. I want to have because um, I've always wanted like a female singer on like any any sort of song of mine. So like I feel like having my sister on like a on like my new album or whatever, or, like a, even a single, would be really fire. And it's like a cool story, too, like just
0: family stuff, you know one hundred percent um that is very exciting news. I know that obviously fans are quite excited for what's going on with you. Can we expect maybe some more music from you this year? I know we we're talking about the current e p but is there anything kind of in the pipeline at this point
1: yeah a lot of a lot of music, you know, just continuing to push the boundaries and like now my fan- I feel like my fans already expect that from me, so like the next like this year i'm going to drop more singles, so just like Expect a lot of more electronic
0: stuff. <laughs> it's going to be cool. That's very exciting. Uh, as we mentioned, you are here playing with David. Can we, not to be selfish, but can we maybe expect to see you back here in Australia at some point playing your own headline shows? Absolutely, point? Yes. yes. I want to come back so <laughs>
1: bad, yeah. No, like, outside of the David show, like, my fans have been asking me to come here for a long time. So, like, do you want me to go to Brisbane? Yes. Yeah, a
0: lot of people want me to go there. I can see that working. Brisbane is very. Um, I don't want to insult anyone from Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say if we're comparing, Brisbane might be like the Miami of Australia in terms of. No. Miami sounds crazy. <laughs> As in, like, very beachy, very oh, um, okay. sun kissed, uh, topless people partying. Oh, Maybe Miami right. might not be the right reference, but. Yes, I'm thinking, God, thank you, thank you. I might have had the wrong (laughs) reference there. I'll send through the right ones when you come back. Um, Yeah, there's even we've um, flown in from Adelaide, which is a different city, Mm. um, and I know I spoke to quite a lot of people that are excited there to have the possibility to see you. So I know when when and if you do announce a full tour that there's a lot of people kind of clamouring to to come see you. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of you are on tour... um, are you able to write and record while on the road? Do you, are you someone who can kind of produce in the hotel bedroom?
1: Yeah, I can do that easily. I mean, I, I've come from making music in my bedroom, so, like, I don't usually make music on the road because I like to, I like, to like focus on, like, what's happening on stage and my stage presence and, like, all that. But, like,
0: I definitely can do that. Do you, f- do you find inspiration while you're in the road? Has there been anything, I think it was... Um, uh, Billy Eilish's brother found inspiration in, like, our crosswalk, the noise that is in the... Oh, that's same so thing
1: for me. You know, um, literally here, I uh, press the button, and then when it turns uh, red, it makes that, like, beep. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I literally recorded that on my phone, like, a day ago. you jumped
0: ahead to what I was going <laughs> to ask. Yeah, that's sick. So I guess you can... Well, can we expect to hear Sydney in some... Yeah. Future track. Yeah, yeah. No, and even in the zoo I, <laughs> I was recording sounds like the birds. That is awesome. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to hear this new music. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be come dope. out. <laughs> it's gonna be so dope. Um yeah, we would usually ask I guess what they're currently listening to. Is there anything at the moment that is on high rotation for yourself or that's kind of on repeat?
1: Yeah, there's this artist named Tisa Korean. Uh he just dropped the E P or I don't know if it's an E P or album. It's just like it's like it's like a modern day soldier boy type sound, like very two thousands, and just like you want to like, you want to like, what's the you want to do the Dougie to it or something, the Cat Daddy. You just want to dance, shake your <laughs> hips, yeah, like little B
0: based music. Okay, okay, sick. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, we will put that uh, that pick in the show notes of this podcast episode when it does right. go live. We'll also put all the details for your EP to Norm in the podcast episode um, Riavez thank you very much of course thank you for joining us today and being on the pod hell yeah thank you